Tonight at 11. Doom! So I got an update from last week episode on fast food mm-hmm. i tried the impossible burger from burger king the impossible whopper and it was pretty good was the uh, the machines they weren't broken this time i was able to pay i paid in cash so it wasn't a problem but there's are they still paying in cash? no 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 no. Okay. i just had cash at the one I okay to. so but it's fixed yeah now. yeah it was fine um but it, i mean it was pretty good i'm not a big whopper fan in general mm-hmm. and i think the biggest issue was it with the problem with burger king's when you get condiments, they just smother everything. So I there's so much ketchup and mustard on my burger. It was, like, kind of overwhelming. So that that was probably the only issue. But, I mean, it was pretty good. Tasted fine. You know, I hope it's a good step forward. Like, I can't wait for McDonald's to finally start trying to do something like that. Like, um, Subway just announced this past week that they're planning on introducing Beyond meatballs for their subs. Oh, interesting. I heard Beyond isn't as good as Impossible. Beyond is okay. I prefer I've... Gardein. What the hell is, what is that? It's a it's a basically like meatless like meat brand oh, okay. you can get at the grocery store. There's like there's basically like Beyond which there's um a, which is okay. There's been some there are some okay ones I've had like there are these I think they make these like sausages that taste pretty good that are basically vegetarian. But I think Gardena is just better. I used I to, try that. yeah, because I think last year I think remember how I was like vegetarian for like a hot second. Yeah, I was vegetarian for like almost the entire summer. And you're like, oh, actually, you probably shouldn't do that. And I had like severe anemia. It was very yeah. good. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you usually go for grocery grocery shopping? Um, I go. So I live like really close to a bunch of stuff. So I kind of depending on my list. I'll go to, if I'm being a very good grocery shopper, I'll just go to Cub. Um, and then if it's really like quick and easy, I go to Lund's and Byerly's because it's really, oh, really close to bougie, me. Bougie. Bougie. Huh? It's super close to me. Um, and then there's a Trader Joe's also very close to me. It's like okay. a little farther out. And that's pretty like in, inexpensive, I would say. I know a lot of people that like Trader Joe's. I've been to Trader Joe's like only like once or twice. And the last time I went, they were like, I think they were in the middle of restocking everything because all the shelves were like mostly empty. So I was like, uh, what do I, what should I get? I don't know where anything is. And Come to my Trader Joe's. It's very good. It's a long ways away. The parking lot is always popping. Always. Every Trader Joe's is like super busy. I'm imagining like modern name Coliseum is the Trader Joe's parking lot. People are literally fighting to the show. death it's over a disaster. parking spots. Yeah. Like people, I will like get in my car to leave and I will just see like 600 people line up. And like, I'm like... Please give me some time, ma'am. I would like to change my podcast before I leave. And they're like, vroom, like they want my spot. Like it's like intense. Oh, yeah, I, need, I love that place. I need to, to get really into grocery shopping. I went to Target today. Yeah, I went to Target. And all I got was drinks. I still have no Okay. F- I still I've have no I still before. have no food, but I'm not a I'm not a food I'm a drinks person like all the time. Yeah. My fridge is now there's no food besides applesauce in my fridge. Not even leftovers. I have Gatorade, coffee, almond milk, LaCroix, Diet Coke, and then um beer and tequila mix. Or I, not tequila um margarita mix. I think 
most people are really divided into are you a food or a beverage person? I'm a beverage person. I'm a beverage I am person. Always, for sure. I'm always, always drinking. Something. I will definitely sometimes go to the grocery store and just buy like 6,000 different types of beverages and then like maybe one granola. That's why bar. I have to wake up and use the bathroom at least once every night. Like you're a, like hydrated. A, like a fucking 70 year old man. I always wake up at like one o'clock, use the bathroom, and go right back to sleep. We gotta stay hydrated, okay? There is a very good subreddit called Hydro Homies. I will shout out right now. Hydro <laughs> Hydro Homies. And they're just all about drinking more water and just staying hydrated. I should post on there because I, at work, I have my 64 ounce uh, thermos full of water. And then because our works, they have to supply water for us mm-hmm. so we don't die. I take five plastic water bottles off the water bottle pallet and take it to work with me in my in my truck on top of my two thirty two ounce Gatorades and I will drink all of that except for the thermos is backup water just mm-hmm. in case but I'll drink all the water bottles and all the Gatorade every day. See, they would be so proud of you. I also think that separated. I'm like ninety five percent sure they also try to kick off a boycott of Nestle for privatizing water. That's good. That's they're, praxis. They're pretty, yeah, that's praxis. <laughs> like seriously, and they were like. They're like, fuck Nestle. Like, water should be for available to everyone. That's a very, like, lit subreddit. I highly recommend it. That's tight. That's yeah, super cool. There was, like, a whole portion of Reddit that was hella, like, fuck Nestle. And then I think they kind of, like, tapered off for a while. But it lasted a while. Have you... This is a kind of a weird, like, change of topic, but I want to talk about this a little bit. Have you ever had Panda, Panda Express? Yeah. There's one in the University of Minnesota that's very good oh, really? for when you're depressed. I... <laughs> Of course it is. I mean, it's like you only go to that one when you're like in severe crisis. Well, I just went to Panda Express for the first time this week. How was that? I gotta say, I think I like it better than Lian Chin. Ooh, I know that's very, take- I know that's very anti-Minnesotan of me, but I really enjoyed it a lot. I wish there was one closer to my work or with me, but that's just, that's just a little update from the fast food episode. Yeah, lots of stuff going on. I honestly don't know if I've been to a Panda Express since the University of Minnesota. Because there's one in the student center, and it's like you definitely go there in between classes, and you just cry. I was just over in Ma- okay. I was over in Maple Grove the other day running errands, and I was like, "Oh, I really need to get something to eat." Oh, I've never had Panda Express before. Let me give that a shot. And I just winged it. I got some Beijing beef and chow mein and orange chicken. It's great. But so yeah, that's my review of Panda Express that no one asked for. I think it's better than Lian Chin. I honestly could not compare the two. I, I've had Lian Chin several times because my boyfriend loves Lian Chin and he brings it over all the time. Really? Yeah. It's fine. So, I'll I'll try, I'll have to I'll have to get back to my roots with it, maybe. But there's our quick update from last week. Immediate update from last week. We got more coming. Oh, it's but gonna be a busy one. This this episode of Cancel Club is uh. Brought to you by Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> <laughs> We're just getting into it. <laughs> this is a special uh, news and updates episode. No, yep. no one main topic or two main topics. We were talking everything this week. Yeah. Updating past episodes, getting into the news. You know, we got some Illuminati bullshit happening. Yes. Pizzagate is real, but all the details were wrong. Completely wrong. But it's real. But it is real. That's and so it wasn't wild a, to me. It, except it's... It's like, it's real, and it's more insane. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well... Does anyone, if anyone listening to this doesn't know what Pizzagate is, how do we explain that? Okay, so, 2016 election was some wild-ass shit, right? (laughs) 
And I think that the right had more imagination than the left in some ways. Usually do. I mean, I feel like the Democrats have, like, no imagination for, like, the future, for anything at yeah. all. That's why they usually lose. They're basically like a blank wall. Yes, versus the right. They're inventive. They think. They imagine They're things. fucking wild. They have fever <laughs> dreams, and they share them with the world. And they were like, okay, so from what I remember, it was, like, Podesta. It was some emails regarding comic ping pong pizza I have parlor. no idea I just know people thought there was a pedophile ring yeah. run by like the democrats and like the deep state over the basement of yeah. a pizza place which one doesn't have a basement and also it was because like certain like the words they were using they were like that's code word for this type of child well, yeah that's this what, type of that's like, what all these like QAnon package. people they just find code words in yeah. like anything you can make you can mean make anything in code word if you want yeah. to so, I mean, it was essentially just this, like, underground pe- pedophile ring, which it's like, all right, like, not what was happening there, but now what you have is uh, Jeffrey Epstein and his pedophile... Are we going to talk about Jeffrey Epstein? We're going to get into it. All right, we might we have as well. To. So you have whatever was going on with him, and it... Oh, okay. Being a literal demon. Right. It, but like really existing out in the world for no reason should have never been allowed to like be just a regular ass civilian well i mean because this goes like deep, deep. like this is both sides of the aisle like everyone it was based not even this this goes beyond politics left and right this is the rich ruling class yeah and their secret cabal of pedophiles i mean they're i mean it's if you look at the timeline so Epstein was originally indicted like how long ago? Like a, I can't even think. And, like a decade ago. Yeah, and Jim Acosta was directly responsible for that. And it's like, I highly recommend if you haven't, um, the Miami Herald. Yep. They published an article. I think it was like last year or something. It's a long read. It is emotionally intense and can be triggering. But I highly, highly recommend it because I think if anyone's responsible for Epstein, well, he was maybe about to be brought to justice, would have been them for, like, bringing it to light, making sure the focus was on it. But if you read the, like read about everything he did, it's just absolutely horrifying and disgusting. And all we know so many people involved with Epstein. I mean, like, the Clintons are a huge group involved with them. The Trumps are, too. Prince Andrew. Prince Andrew. I'm like literally Steven can be tied Pinker. to everyone. Yeah. And it's and we're gonna find we're finding out even more names this past weekend. Yeah. Or or not this past week wait. Yeah, this past yeah. weekend. Until what happened the other day? When he died? <laughs> died or Okay. I I think it's just really ridiculous to think that he actually, if if he did kill himself, it was because they basically like said here here's how to do it. You have to, they like so, the going theory among pretty much everybody, is that Jeffrey Epstein was allegedly killed, not yeah. committed. Like he was definitely murdered so that he couldn't snitch on all these people. So that's what all the jokes on Twitter have been talking about. If you are completely out of the loop and don't know what's happening that the Illuminati killed Jeffrey Epstein so he couldn't snitch and name more names and because he was the only one indicted in this whole thing so far so basically his death means nothing is going to come of of this like nothing like the case just stops here 
Yep. I mean, it's like... There was this really fucking stupid Atlantic article today that was like, oh, people think this is a conspiracy theory. There's actually an issue of uh, suicides in prisons. Let me tell you about two stories of two similar cases. You have uh, Epstein and Sandra Bland. And it was like, all right, all right off the start, I can see how this is not going to be a good article. And I think a lot of prison activists would say, no, there's actually an issue of a lot of murders in prisons that get covered up as suicides. Yeah, a lot of quote-unquote suicides yeah, in prison. Yeah, like, I would say that's probably a more pressing, like, issue, especially you look at, like, who gets, mur- like, who are these suicides of. Um, I think it's, I mean, if you think, if you look at the timeline, it was on Friday. The in- internet was flooded with just a list of names of new people who have been named. One of them had been Matt Gron- Gron- Groening. Like, Gr- yeah. Yeah. Which I know. He got a massage from a 14-year-old girl. Yeah. Um, on one of Jeffrey Epstein's planes. Like, a foot mas- massage. Yeah. And... It's... Just the, the... Which could just be maybe the tip of the iceberg. We gotta shit. cancel some of our faves. Yep. And so it was like, names were being dropped. It was like, crazy, crazy, crazy. And then the very next day, it's just found dead in his suicide... In, in his cell of suicide. After he was on suicide watch and mysteriously taken off suicide watch. Yeah, I wonder why. And it's like... So, currently what's happening now is, like, my favorite Twitter take was someone saying, um, I, the, the fact that the hit was successful shows me that it wasn't the Clintons, but the entire right wing is like, no, it was definitely the Clintons, because I just pulled up, like, our beautiful president is now just straight up sharing, um, conspiracy theories, and this is what he retweeted today. Died of suicide on 24-7 suicide watch. Yeah, right. How does that happen? Jeffrey Epstein and information on Bill Clinton, and now he's dead. I see Trump body count trending, but we know who did this. Right? Retweet if you're not surprised. And then breaking. Documents were unsealed yesterday. He retweeted this. Um, yet revealing that top Democrats, including Bill Clinton, took private trips to Jeffrey Epstein's pedophilia island. And it's like, okay... You were also on the flight Yeah, logs. Trump was also on the flight Also, logs. and the, the Department of Justice that determined whether or not to take him off of suicide watch. Whose Department of Justice was that? The Clintons? I'm not saying the Clintons definitely don't want Epstein dead. Like, I'm sure they're very thrilled he's dead right now. Because, like, Bill both, Clinton... Was both def- sides are, like, Trump and... The Trumps and the Clintons both had extremely close ties to Jeffrey Epstein. Yep. And so did all these other rich people. I mean, this go this is this is the most bipartisan yep. issue right now that they can both agree on. It's yeah. like they both wanted Jeffrey Epstein dead, dead and didn't want any of this information to come out. And also that both sides, both people on the right and left are like, yeah, he was definitely assassinated. I mean, like, I just like don't because it's like even if he if he did kill himself. Why was he taken off suicide watch? They did it just so that he, they wanted him to die. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing. Like, if, if it is true that he did kill himself, I believe that he did it because the state basically put him into that position. Of course. Why would they want him to live? Why would Trump want him to live? Why would any of the billionaires who would be implicated? Because the names that we have are probably just the tip of the iceberg. Like, probably just the very beginning. Because think about all the, just the new people we learned about. That we would have learned even more about in the trial and like any of the ensuing madness but now it's essentially over although some are saying that they might still be able to pursue other avenues like the the like the the victims have said they are not giving up but like he's dead now so they can't really like 
It's insane. Yeah. It's almost, it almost makes you feel kind of hopeless. You're like, oh, so like these ultra billionaires and people that, you know, just control the world can, they can just get away with, they could, they can, you know, rape children Mm -hmm. on a private island with a weird, creepy temple and just actually get away with it. Like ruin their lives, traumatize them, like... And just get away with it. No, and very, very little justice. Like, it's one of those things What we'll have to see what's going to happen in the upcoming months. If the victims are going to name other people, what prosecutors are going to do. But, like, I just remember reading it and my first feeling of just being like, fuck. Like, this just feels like such a hopeless world we live in. That, like, we could have been so close to busting a pedophile ring that's existed for, like, a fucking long time. And now it could just remain hidden. (sighs) That's the big news story of the week. I feel like Rust Cole from True Detective Season (laughs) 1. Like, literally, that came came out yesterday and just completely wiped away any other news that happened to the rest of the week. No. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's just, like, one of those things that's, like, too insane to, like... This is happening on our timeline... So, what else did we have? Was there other news this week or um, <sighs> updates from updates, past updates. episodes? Well... What did you want to touch next? I know you've got a list over there. I think we should talk about... So, we talked about Disney two episodes ago. Yeah, this is a good and one. And about how they're uh, basically a monopoly. Controlling and, the entire entertainment industry. And uh, they came out with a new bundle for twelve ninety nine, right? Yeah, Hulu, this week Disney, Disney Plus, ESPN. They in ESPN Plus, whatever Plus. that is. I I don't even know what that is. I don't know. I'm not a sports guy really, but Disney, yeah, they just announced this week that you a new bundled option of Disney Plus, ESPN Plus, and Hulu for twelve ninety nine. I believe that is cheaper than Netflix right now. Yeah, I wonder. Let me see. well, yeah, because I know so Netflix like, is recently. This is as soon as I saw that, I knew this was a clear move for Disney to completely undercut Netflix. They are trying to completely destroy and cut down their biggest competition. Yes, I know Netflix recently raised their sub- subscription prices. Yeah, I think it's like thirteen ninety nine or something. Standard is twelve ninety nine. Premium is fifteen ninety nine. So it would be like right if, if it's a you, yeah. So it's but this is like. Three different three things. different things for the price of one. Yeah, and I mean, Disney Plus itself is already going to draw so many people to it because it has all like the original Disney movies, Marvel, Star Wars, plus their own TV series. Yep, that been. I mean, you know, just coming out of Comic Con, they did an amazing hype job for all their TV shows that are going to be mm-hmm. on there. Um, and they've been doing a very good job of that. So it's like they're. They're definitely going to directly try to, like, kill Netflix. Oh, yeah. And we have, I mean, we were talking about this. There are just so many shows that could not, like, Netflix originals that could never be done in a Disney no, Plus platform. Stranger Things or a BoJack Horseman would never exist never. on a Disney. No. So, like, if Disney is successful in killing Netflix, which that's just, that's really going to just be one less outlet for creative endeavors Mm -hmm. just like disney buying fox now that fox is owned by disney there's one less place to go that could make certain movies like 
Did you hear that after like the failure of the Dark, Dark Phoenix, Phoenix, they just cut like a bunch of movies in production, yeah. like almost all of them. People lost are losing jobs left and right and everything. Yeah. Because of it, it's it's insane. Yeah, there seems like a lot of shit going on over there. Yeah, I mean, it's it's what happens when these these big companies form these huge monopolies. These things, people suffer from it. I mean, look at AT&T that just bought Warner Brothers HBO. Like, shit is just a disaster over there yep. now. It's crazy. I mean, I don't know all of the details because I don't really follow that that news that much anymore. But I, from what I've heard, it's it's gone insane. Yeah, bright things in Disney's futures, I'm sure, and our future. Um, I think I had another thing to bring up too. Was this was an article? It's something you knew about for a long time, but an article that was published in Out.com recently and has been. Um, I think what what happened was Army Hammer brought. Army Hammer has this tendency to like stumble upon like long known news and then like, hey, did you hear about this? Kind of like when he told everyone about I think Oliver North. He was like, so found out that this guy. He's like, I learned about the, like, Iron Contra deal for the first time. Some wild shit. Kind of like, he has that, like, <laughs> has that kind of, like, funny, just kind of, like, naivety to him. But he, like, learned about this, learned about Isaac Perlmutter, which that's a, how is that a real name? Perlmutter? Perlmutter is a real name. Other people do have that name. I'm, I'm just saying, like, that's such a, that's such a conservative name. Isaac Perlmutter. Anyway, now there have been a lot of articles about him. And how he is one of Trump's largest donors, and also Marvel, one of Marvel's chairs. Yeah, if I'm correct, he he used to be the he was the owner of Toy Biz that either in the '90s either Toy Biz bought Marvel or Marvel bought Toy Biz, whatever. So then he became head of Marvel that way, and then Disney bought Marvel, and yeah, everyone has known, especially I have that Perlmutter's notorious for being like people don't like him. He was. It was because of Perlmutter that we couldn't get any female-led Marvel movies for the longest time. Because mm-hmm. he was like, he was straight up like, people don't want to see movies with women in them. How nice of him. He's he's the reason they um, all of like Marvel pretty much stopped producing X Men toys and stuff like that, and and X Men cartoon series because Fox owned the film rights to the X Men. So he was like, oh, if we don't have the rights to these characters, then we're not even going to touch them at all. Even though the X-Men are, like, Marvel's most popular characters ever. They're the reason they, like, stayed alive in, like, the 80s and 90s. I wonder why he doesn't like the X-Men. Well, it was straight up because... Are they symbolic for something? No, it's not that. <laughs> it's, it's, because, it's because of Fox owning the rights to X-Men. Same with Fantastic Four. Fantastic Four comics were canceled and they didn't produce any toys and stuff. And mm-hmm. I think it's also maybe because they're symbolic of something maybe a little bit. I don't know. I think Perlmutter is a Jewish name. I don't know, man. Let me look up into his life because I know he's donated like he's donated an insane amount of money to him. Yeah, he's he's an Israeli-American business person. All right, that's everything I need to know. <laughs> Just say Israeli. That's important. Because like, yeah... Oh, that, yeah, now I just, I feel like I know everything I need to know about him. 
He also, okay, his, I think his wife donated $2 million to a super PAC supporting Marco Rubio. That sounds about right. Interesting. Sounds like a very nice person. But yeah. All I just, okay, he's Israeli. That makes sense. But, well, that kind of leads into something else we wanted to talk about that's kind of an update from last week's episode about all of the businesses um, contributing to Trump's 2020 campaign. Yes. Where we were talking about how, like, what did we say exactly? It's hard, it's, everything is, we didn't really, like, everything is bad, but it's like, my brain's not working right now. I mean, just like, to not use a very, an overused phrase, you know, like, there's no ethical consumption under capitalism. That's kind of like one thought of it. Not to say, I mean, not to say that we can't make ethical decisions within it, but just like any corporation, like we were talking about in the context of Chick-fil-A, but talking about how like McDonald's and other fast food restaurants are just as evil. Like they just are. And then sure enough, this list comes out. So, um, at Billy Bob Sanders on Twitter, brought I had a thread of companies that are have been donating to the Trump twenty twenty campaign, and I'll just read the list real quick here. We got Bang, In and Out, Chick Fil A, Taco Bell, McDonald's, Wendy's, KFC, Pizza Hut, Olive Garden, Waffle House, IHOP, Carl's Jr., Applebee's, Outback Steakhouse, Urban Outfitters, Coachella, and. A reference to our second episode, Target. Unsurprising. Who also who he does have here does say they support both liberal and conservative. So when they say they support both liberal and conservatives, I just hear they both they support billionaires across the aisle. Right. Like that's really I think what they mean is bipartisan like, billionaires. Yeah, we we support like whichever side of the aisle they're on as long as we get our profits up. Because I mean, if you really think about it, like these companies. They are going to put all their optics into all their advertising and their marketing, you know, in their, in like the store design. But in the reality, they don't want to have to pay any more corporate taxes. If any, they don't want to pay any. They don't want to have to pay their employees a living wage. Anytime that's brought up on a national conversation level about paying people $15 an hour, they all like, <gasps> like they would rather die. Right. Um, and then they also just don't want to face any regulation at all. So, of course, they're going to sell you their optics and the, like, yes, we love, here are all of our rainbow flags, here are all of our products that have, like, little, like, pride flags on them, and we're going to, you know, we're going to perform some, like, mourning and national Performative wokeness. Performative wokeness, exactly. But I want the president that's going to give me the most profits, and that person is Trump. Right. It really is. They don't care about... That they're supporting a fascist regime. No. Not at all. They want money. That's all they want. Right. Because capitalism leads to fascism. Yeah. And I mean, like, a lot of these... I mean, if you think about, like... Especially, like, like, Amazon. Like, if you think about lately... So, like, Washington Post. That's, like, Amazon's newspaper, basically. The mouthpiece for Bezos. And... And, like, I feel like a lot of their articles have been just straight, like, Bernie hit pieces. 
and it's just like anything that like Bernie would pass is just like a complete nightmare to a lot of these corporations. Like if you were to look at Target, McDonald's, any of his corporations, I feel like they uh, Trump not only is like it's not that it's just like what they have like Trump is their best case. Because, like, even, like, maybe Joe Biden would be and Kamala would be fine for them, but, like, wouldn't be ideal. Bernie would be nightmare mode because Bernie wants them to pay their employees a living wage. They would not want to Wants them to pay federal income taxes. Yep. He even posted a, an image on Facebook this week with a list of companies that paid zero income taxes this past year, and it's an insanely long list. Yep. And then another thing, too, is I, I think people don't talk about enough is – him wanting people to have um, universal health care is a huge n- no thank you to businesses because they love the fact that they can hold health care over your head. Right. Having health care tied to employment. It was a genius move. Genius move. Because it makes you like you. they can treat you sh- like shit and horribly. But, but you're trapped there because you're l- literally your own life depends on it. Yep. I mean, that's just, like, how I know a lot of people are, they're like, this job is so toxic, it's so bad for my mental health, but if I leave, I don't get health insurance and I'll die. That's literally what it is. Tying healthcare to employment is, like, forced labor. It is. And so, in in a Bernie Sanders presidency, you would decouple that. You would say, nope, you get it regardless of your employment. People have more freedom to work where they want to work or get out of toxic situations. Because if you, okay, if you, you don't pay me, fine. I'll still have health care. I can go somewhere else. That's not something you can lord over people's heads. That is a worst case scenario right. for these people. By having Medicare for all, you open up freedom to so many people, not just through employment too, but you could think about it this way, like people being married yep. and in relationships for health care benefits. Someone can get out of a bad relationship or a bad marriage, you know, something abusive relationship or whatever, because they now are not dependent on that other person for their health care. Yep. Like it's allowing people health care access is freedom. Yep, it is. It frees them and you're no longer you're no longer forced to work jobs that are killing you. Especially since so many of those jobs are the reason why people need increased medical attention. Like fast food jobs, retail jobs. Physical so, labor jobs. Physical labor jobs, were, they put you in a position where you need to go to the doctor more than people. And ironically, the, the jobs where you have like the least amount of medical coverage from healthcare. And so in a Bernie president, like Sanders presidency, ideally Medicare for all passed over four years, be implemented. And then you no longer, like you just have healthcare. You don't have to seek out a shitty job. Maybe you're recovering from a surgery and you have more time to job search and look for something that supports what you actually want. Like, all these corporations supporting Trump should not be surprising to anyone. And I know people might be surprised by Target because people think, think Target is super woke. But I'm telling you, they do not. If there's anyone all these people want, it's no one like Bernie Sanders in They're office. just the same as every other big business. Yeah. And kind of going off of that, I thought maybe we could quickly bring up his Joe Rogan appearance. Sure. Um, because that's something that has been blowing up. So anyone know who knows me knows that I spend some time on Reddit. I've already made a subreddit. 
uh, reference today or a recommendation today, which I think was one I wasn't even going there to make today. There wasn't even on your list of ones I was, to recommend. Yeah, because I was making a list. I'm like, these are the subreddits I would maybe recommend. And then Hydro Homies like came out of nowhere for me. Um, but I, I guess I kind of heard he was going on Joe Rogan. But all of a sudden on the homepage of Reddit, like the popular um, page, it was like, but all of a sudden, like, are Bernie Sanders and like, it's like Bernie Sanders for president and a few other subreddits were flooded with mostly young men saying like, I listened to him on the Joe Rogan podcast and I'm voting for him now. Or like, he's changed my mind. And it was like, not just like a few posts like this. It was countless posts, countless comments of people being like, um, yeah, I guess I never really like thought much of him or like, but now people are saying, I don't necessarily believe with like in everything he believes in, but I believe he like has people's intentions 100% in mind. And so I decided to listen to it and I've listened to most of it. Um, there's like 10 minutes of advertising at the beginning of each of his episodes. So like, well, cause he gets took, so many listeners. Yeah. That, like insane. And I've never, I've listen- never listened to Joe yeah, Rogan. That's I haven't not, either. Not I. I don't really listen to a guy who has people like Jordan Peterson on yeah. his show. I do have to say, like, as people pointed out, like, he's just kind of, like, a dumb guy. Well, and he's so good at just, like, letting... He he just kind of lets people talk about whatever they want. So he, like... That's a good thing yeah. and a bad thing yeah. for his show. Because yeah. he lets these crazy, like, hard right people on his show and doesn't... Free cha- platform. Free platform. He doesn't challenge any of their ideas or anything. Yep. But then when you get Bernie on, he had also just lets him go off and so like yeah and it and they frame the interview too as like right after the debates and about how debates like are really like just more reality tv show bullshit and how it's like condensing important issues into sound bites yeah i don't watch that shit i'm not that fucking much of a masochist i think that's why it's like very good it was very good like they talk about it and they talk about how um like his his interview on the Joe Rogan podcast is very beneficial so that he can market and like, so you can market his ideas more and it's better for democracy. It was like such a way of like validating Joe Rogan listeners into like agreeing with Bernie's. It was like, he was, it was just like Joe Rogan is just the right amount of dumb guy to just like let him speak like Bernie speak for as long as he did. And for the most part, like he would kind of agree with the issues. And like, I think there are a few points where like, Joe would ask him Bernie a question. I think Bernie would kind of dance around it. For example, like he asked Bernie like his like thoughts on pol- like gun control policy and like Bernie doesn't really have a gun control policy. It's probably his like weakest issues. Yeah. Um but he was able to kind of like dance around it really well. And there are a few other instances where Joe Grimm just didn't really seem interested in like challenging him. He just was kind of like there for the ride and so it was a very like it was a very successful interview. He focused mostly on um, Medicare for All, but also did talk about education a lot, about college education and about um, like pre-K. So I think I think it was a very, very good interview. If anyone's ever interested in listening to it, I would recommend it. Just like maybe skip to the 10-minute mark when all the advertising stuff runs out. Um, but I thought that was really kind of good news for him coming out of this week, considering like a lot of other bad shit. Um, and how people just don't want him to be president at all, <laughs> no matter what. Um, but I highly recommend listening to that, and it seems like it had like pulled a lot of new people into the campaign. That's good. It's good to hear because I know a lot of Joe Rogan listeners are usually like more libertarian leaning men, mm-hmm. and it's good to be able to pull them 
to the good side. Yeah, for real. Because the our libertarian subreddit is very horrifying sometimes. I've never. I would never look just at that. Just don't. Just don't. I feel like sometimes I'm just curious. Like they love Tulsi Gabbard, but I think they only like her because she's hot. And I'm not hypothesizing this. She is hot. She is hot. I will agree with that. But that is such a libertarian... But that's also the literally yeah. the only thing I know about her. Yeah, I know. But it's such a libertarian guy thing to be like, she's hot. Like, yeah, like, it's literally, like, all of them. They're like... I have principles. That's not enough for me to vote for. Okay, well, well, I mean, because when she went after Kamala Harris... That, that was, was tight. That was dope. That was okay. Cool. Okay, if you haven't listened to it... Did we talk gonna, about that last week? Uh, we did not, so let's just talk... Did we really? I don't think we did. I don't know. Everything blurs together at this point. I feel like if we did, we, I would have definitely included it. We would have included a soundbite of it. And oh, yeah, probably. We should include a soundbite. I want to bring the conversation back to the broken criminal justice system that is disproportionately negatively impacting black and brown people all across this country today. Now, Senator Harris says she's proud of her record as a prosecutor and that she'll be a prosecutor president, but I'm deeply concerned about this record. There are too many examples to cite, but she put over 1,500 people in jail for marijuana violations and then laughed about it when she was asked if she ever smoked marijuana. She blocked evidence. She blocked evidence that would have freed an innocent man from death row until the courts forced her to do so. She kept people in prison beyond their sentences to use them as cheap labor for the state of California. And she fought to keep cash bail system in place that impacts poor people in the worst kind of way. But I mean, like libertarians, I think really like, I mean, after, because, okay, this is kind of how I think of libertarians is that they really want, they're like, really want lead weed to be legal, but like, that's it. They just like, and they don't want, like, they think like- And they also want to lower the age of consent. Yeah. Lower the age of consent. And everyone can have a gun. Yep. And like- Medicare for all because would be bad because it's like state regulation and whatever. It's like very like, okay, you read Ayn Rand in ninth grade and that's the only book you've read in your life. Please read another one. That's how I feel. It's like, please stop. So it's like, um, but they love Tulsi Gabbard and she did have a very fire moment when she called out Kamala Harris for um, putting a bunch of people in jail for smoking weed. And then bragged about it. Yep. Very good. Um, I feel like that's put a good damper on Kamala Harris, honestly. Today I saw her at a fair and she was like, got my pork chop. And someone was says, uh, said, oh, Kamala eating her own. I saw Leslie the third posted, this is cannibalism. Yes. <laughs> so as we're talking about presidential candidates, should we do a Elizabeth Warren? We got an update for our, our the subject of our very first episode. Elizabeth Warren. So as the weeks have kind of gone by... Warren has kind of been, you know, earning some good favor with us, I'd say, here. She's come up with, she's had some good points. Yep. She's, she had, we noticed that she had kind of teamed up with Bernie during during the debates where they weren't Mm -hmm. really going after each other, um, which is cool, which is good to see. She had her, her internet plan, right? Was that announced? Was that what it was? Yeah. um, Yeah. Essentially to make that broadband app. Internet access is universal, as, as right? A, yeah, which is good. Which, which, which that yeah. all utilities should be. Yes, um, because I will say, like people, people think that everyone just has internet because we take it for granted. Because either if you grew up with internet in the household, even you know if it was really shitty, you grew up with it. You just you know you have it now. 
You're, you can find Wi-Fi easily at like the places you go to. That is not a reality for a lot of people. A staggering amount of people in the United States have no internet access in the home. And this is a huge barrier to people. A lot of libraries across the country are getting grants to provide routers, like to rent routers out, like you would rent like a book from a library um, to try to remedy this like huge, it's, it's such a problem. Like to right now in the way our society works, internet is a human right. That might sound really silly, um, but how else do you get jobs? You can't really operate how in today's pay, world without the internet. You have to pay your like pay your bills, find jobs, do homework, do your work. All so many things require internet access. If you don't have internet access, you're very like you're very much alienated and cut off from the world. Right. Um, and so any any plan to try to give broadband internet access to everyone is a huge like. For me, because people know me who study library science, that's a huge problem in library science is increasing access to the internet to people. And so to me, I'm like, that's that's pretty big. Um, and then she also had her gun safety plan today. Um, I think she either released it today or yesterday. She I never, I, see, I didn't see this. You brought this up before we started recording. Yeah, it's... I would say it's like pretty standard. Like I don't think there's anything in there in it that it's very like surprising. Like it has I think it has like a good emphasis on the right things like background checks, closing the boyfriend loophole so it's domestic abuse, um, going after the NRA. Um, so I, I would say it's like nothing too crazy radical. She says she'll like pass some sort of gun control by day one hundred, is what she said in her thing. I don't know. I personally think that the only gun control that matters is cracking down on white supremacy and misogyny. But like, what do I know? Yeah, that's our official stance really is like, yes, there are some good gun control measures that need to happen. But the biggest issue in this country is tackling the culture of white supremacy and misogyny that has really infested the entire world, which is also a product of capitalism. Yep. So it's it's that's a more that's not a solution that you can just quick write a bill and fix. That's gonna take a lot of work. Yeah, and I think so. I think like the gun control thing was fine, but I would have liked to see more an emphasis on those issues. But um, a huge reason. So I was like, oh, maybe Warren's not so bad. And then well, <laughs> took another little bit of a step back this week too, as as she's been. You know, talking about how she is in debates and whatever, she's been talking about how she is in support of Medicare for All. Mm -hmm. Does come out this week and says that Medicare for All is a goal. And she she kind of goes back to talking about, like, private profits, you know. So she's... The way she's talking about it is it doesn't seem like she's fully, fully in on Medicare for All. And listeners of this know that's, like, our biggest... Our number one um, policy point for this yep. coming election. I'm trying to see if she has included anything about medical about Medicare for all in her website. Oh. No, nothing. No, no, nothing. She is still. That is so insane to me that she went ahead and said some sort of Medicare for all statement in her um her debates, but there's still nothing mm -hmm. on her website. If it is not important to you, if it is truly important to you. They, they, they came up with this gun safety plan, I know, just to, like, in response to the mass shootings. 
why couldn't they come up with some sort of like healthcare, even if it's a very basic, I support Medicare for all thing? Um, yeah, because her saying a goal, like, I honestly, like, don't think she'll ever back Medicare for all. No, this kind of... Because all of her policies are, I'll get this done by day 100. If Medicare for all is a goal, it's never going to happen. Yeah. This really loses a lot of goodwill that she's built up in these past few weeks. Yep. It's be, I mean, Medicare for all is becoming such an important issue. Another young man died because he bought inexpensive insulin to pay for his wedding he was very young he died um like this is i just saw news i think yesterday of an elderly couple that had uh, committed a murder suicide because of growing medical bills that they could not afford that is not surprising at all it makes me just so depressed um because the thing i was talking about with you is, so I started this treatment program this week for my eating stuff, and I'm doing it just um, part-time, but it's still it's still intensive, still requires insurance. And this person started there, and she said to me, oh, yeah, I'm paying for this out of pocket because my insurance will not cover this. Like, she has insurance, but they just will not cover it. And she was initially approved to be in a higher-intensity one, but they wouldn't improve that, so she was like, maybe it'll go down to a lower level. Nope, they want to. She has to pay for rehab, out of pocket. That is so 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 expensive, and medical. And there's like a lot of different reasons why insurance company might not um, cover something. It could be because it's not in network. But like I was telling Scott, um, is that. In the state of Minnesota, there are really only two eating disorder programs. There's Melrose and the Emily program. So it's like you have two options. And it sounds like with her insurance company, a lot of times what happens is, is they think, I don't think you're sick enough to warrant me insuring you to get this. Even though the medical professionals are like, yep, this person needs it. Because whenever I've, whenever I've had to go into treatment, they're like, yep, you're unwell. You need this treatment. We want to start you ASAP. But we need to, like, ask your insurance for permission and whether or not they think. And then they give you, then they authorize a certain amount of dates. And then you have to be, you have to re-review it all over again. And they were telling me to the doctors there that they just love numbers. They want, they just want, like, the weights and your scores. And that's it. Determine whether or not you deserve treatment and insurance more so than your doctors. Your doctor should be the one deciding who, like, whether or not you need treatment not some fucking person in a suit how does that make any fucking sense so that was just this past week for me and every time i experience this i'm like any person who's like medicare for all is a goal can shut the fuck up because people right now are like dying to get help and that's just like someone who can afford to cover her insurance there are people who will go in their insurance will say no i can't cover it and then that's the end of the story and then they wait and wait and wait until they get so, so, so sick that they are forced to be in the emergency room or intensive care. And then it's more expensive than if they had gone to treatment beforehand. It's like, and honestly, then it's more profitable for them that way. It's like just so, just makes me want to like scream. Health insurance, private health insurance companies should not exist. No one should be profiting off the health of people. I honestly think they should just all, I, yeah, it's so despicable to, it's despicable to me to like, as someone from me who has bad health and chronic illness and then just spends a lot of time around other sick people, 
I feel like I have like a very good handle of just like how insurance I don't ever hear people be like I I'm better because of my insurance I got sober because of my insurance no it's always like I could have gotten sober sooner if it had not been for my insurance I could have like not almost died if I had better insurance like I would be happier about the treatment I'm receiving if I weren't so nervous about my insurance pulling it under for me at any minute. That's that's how people talk about their insurance and rehab and treatment. Not with, I'm so glad they covered me to be here. It's always, at any given time, they can just pull it out from under me. Because when I was in treatment, we would just get so used to people being like, yeah, I have to leave my insurance just decided to stop covering me. Bye. That's just like the reality of it. So every time Warren... Anytime people are like, she's a progressive hero, and I'm like, if she's not for Medicare for all, then I don't give a fuck. Anyway, that's the update on Warren. She still is not committed to Medicare for all. Nope. She she earned a bunch of goodwill and then kind of just squashed it right there. Yep. Um, What else do we have? Do we have any more updates, or was it news, or? I have two more news things. One is, since I love to talk about Reddit a lot. There have been two subreddits that have been quarantined there over the past, like, week, two weeks or so. You know more about this than I do, so you're going to have to take okay. it away here. Okay, so, in Reddit and all the different subreddits, they can occasionally get quarantined, which just means there's no longer access to them. Um, you just can't find it, off, at least through public view. Like, I'm not quite exactly sure how you can look at them. I think you might have to be members beforehand. It's a very complicated process, but essentially, like, if you type in that subreddit into subreddit, like, you're not going to be able to find it. Like, you can't look at it. For example, incels, our incels was quarantined a long time ago. If you look it up, it'll just say this is a quarantine subreddit. Um, So two big, one of them is a very big subreddit. So the Donald, which is basically, like, a Donald Trump subreddit, which is, like, been spreading a lot of insane conspiracy theories I'm surprised it only just now got quarantined and wasn't quarantined like two years ago because it's always been insane. Like when Philando Castile was found, like any news about Philando Castile was always like super like he deserved it. Like he deserved to be murdered kind of stuff. Like very, very toxic, like racist. I'm surprised it took them that long. And then soon after the Donald got quarantined, Chapo Trap House got quarantined. I didn't even know about this, and I'm a subscriber of Chapel Trap House on Reddit. Really? Yeah. It straight up got quarantined. Um, apparently, like, people in there were, like, making, like, violent trolling comments to people or something. And in violation... I honestly... You know, I, I never saw any of those, so I don't really know. Yeah. I think it was very recent. And so people were like, see, both sides can get quarantined on. And it's like, oh, God. So different. Yeah. I mean, I definitely... So like, fucking different. I think the comments I saw from Trapo Trap House people were generally bad. Like, they were generally awful. Like, they were genuinely, like, you should... Like, very violent. Oh, I never saw any of those. It must have been just, like, certain people from it or in certain posts... I definitely believe it was an issue, but, like, maybe from just certain people. I definitely feel like the podcast itself is kind of, like, I I think they try not to associate themselves with the subreddit. They don't really talk about the Reddit subreddit or I think when they do, like they that. recognize it being kind of, like, Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. So, there's that. Um, so, Reddit's been going through a lot of changes lately, trying to police. It's, I honestly wouldn't be surprised if it's feeling some heat from a lot of conversations around how a lot of radical like these like terrorists get radicalized in like online communities 
So I wouldn't be surprised if Reddit is feeling the heat to kind of like monitor. It's like more radical, violent. Because I think the, the issue with the Chapel House True People was that it was violent comments. So I wouldn't be surprised if that's going on. I mostly just look at the memes on there. So I probably, that's probably why I didn't Very see good else. memes. A lot of good memes. Everyone's coming together to make memes about how Jeffrey Epstein was definitely Oh my god, Twitter has been hilarious. Yeah, so good. Um, we have to joke about something so terrible and horrifying because like... How else do you cope? Yeah, for real. Um, so there's that. Interesting news. Go on Reddit today if you'd like to see a society meltdown online. Um, and then another news thing I'd like to talk about is um, Joe Biden is uh, senile and old. And we're going to do a whole episode on him one day. But for now, I'd just like to say... How, if you are a liberal who's very obsessed with uh, Trump's mental capacity and, like, how his brain sounds like it's melting, why don't you care the exact same amount about Joe Biden? Because he also made mistakes about the locations, even though they were even worse. Because I think he said Michigan, right? He was way off. He was way off. Like, Trump was at, was at least, like, within the state, right? It was like... I don't know. I, I... Yeah, like, Trump was, like, closer. Joe Biden was, like, it was so far off point and then also he said that he was the vice president during, during the, Park the parkland Land, which was last 2018 year. yeah right also he had this uh really bad slip up the other day too yes oh my where god he said poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids wealthy kids black kids asian kids but think how we think about it I just don't see why, like, you could see anything good in him. Like, it's just blunder after blunder. Like, easy things. All the things that, like, people are so like, oh, Trump, he can't get certain dates right. He's clearly, like, senile. I'm like, yeah, that's true. But, like, Bill Clinton, like, well, why did I say Bill Clinton? Bill Clinton's also senile. But well, they're all senile. That's that's the thing that a lot of people think support Joe Biden because they think he's the only chance to beat Trump. That's not they're true. They're only focusing on on beating Trump, first of all, which is terrible. You should be focusing on, you know, a candidate's policies and what they stand for, not just their electability. Because if you look at Joe Biden, you see that he will not change anything. He will he will keep doing the same thing Trump is doing. He's Joe Biden's not gonna close the concentration camps at the no. border. He's not gonna he's not gonna implicate Medicare for all. He's not gonna do any of those things. He's Joe Biden is the same as Trump, pretty much. And you should not vote for or want to support him because you think he's the best chance at being Trump. You should want to support a candidate who is actually going to stand for the things that you want to see happen. And also this week, polls have shown that both Joe Biden and Bernie have been shown to beat Trump. Yeah. I mean, this is not the so first time. So why not yeah. support a candidate... Who has been? Who is pulling at beating Trump, and actually stands for something and Most, stands for things? A lot of different candidates have been shown to beat Trump. Like Joe Biden's not the only one. This bullshit electability thing is people have just made up so they can just like get Obama 2.0, but like even like keep it more conservative this time. Right. I think it's because certain liberals have been like. I don't like the racism, but I do like the conservative economic changes that have happened under Trump. And, like, Joe Biden would basically, like, make the optics look better. But maybe, like, my, like, certain benefits that have happened to me during this Trump presidency would maybe stick around. 
I think is what's happening right. to a lot of these but people. But if you think Joe Biden is going to close the concentration camps and stop ICE from doing what ICE has been doing, no, you're wrong. That's There's no way that's going to happen. What he wants to do is he wants to get into office and then complain about how millennials have it easy. Like an old man. He cannot help himself but to constantly be like, oh, I'm so tired of millennials complain. Let me just complain about millennials. Like, it's like he straight up is like an old grumpy man who's like racist and misogynist. Like, why? Maybe he really is just like the creepy uncle. Like, we all, like, why, why do you want that? Also, why does no one care that he's a complete creep around women? Like, he definitely does not, like, assault women. But, like, the behaviors he uses around women shows, like, a very, like, complete lack of respect for them, at the very least. Why don't people care about that? I just get so frustrated every think about Joe Biden because I'm like, he's just so grotesque. Why? 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 Yeah, we're going to have a Joe Biden, a full Joe Biden episode coming. We're going to actually have to do a good amount of research. And yeah. we will tell you why Joe Biden is not going to save us. If anything, I think he would probably just make things worse. I think he would inherit this presidency and then just make it worse, and actually. And then, then someone, then even a worse Trump yep. would come to take Joe Biden's place. Yeah. Like, we need we need a complete left turn. Yep. We can't, like, and Joe Biden is not that. No. I, he's, he fucking cannot get dates right. Why do you think if we if we are constantly obsessed with Trump needing some sort of like psychiatric exam, hold Biden to the same fucking standard, and I think we will find that he is also senile. Okay. Yay. I don't know why people like Joe Biden. Oh, yeah. We're doomed. Yep. We're doomed. And then I is guess I it? just I just have one last thing. So I was a little spicy on my Twitter a few days ago. Yep. I'd like to expand upon some things that I was. Uh, We're gonna call the section um, Catherine's uh, Twitter rant of the week. Yes, that I did. I sometimes I do like to rant on Twitter. I I just have to. Um. So this week, I was very mad. Um. I'm mad all the time though. But people, a very common excuse people use to not pay people a living wage or to think, say why they don't support people paying a living wage is like this person is a high schooler and high schoolers don't need a living wage. To, I, okay, so if you. Well, this kind of ties to our episode from a couple weeks ago. We were talking about minimum wage increases yeah. and paying workers and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, exactly. It's a good follow up. And if, like, some other background on me is I used to be a high school debate and speech coach. So I actually worked with high schoolers a lot. Um, and so I feel like, and I did that up until this past year. So I did that from 2011 to, to this year. 2019. A long ass time. And I'm going to probably still be doing some things with it to some effect. So I feel like I have a very good understanding of how high schoolers experience the world as it is now because I feel like I interact with them a lot and I don't treat them like a Joe Biden and tell them not to complain to me um, because I recognize that like things suck for them a lot right now um, and something a lot of you know high schoolers do is work jobs a lot of high schoolers work jobs um, and 
they even, even if that high schooler is working that job just for some extra cash for the weekend, radical idea, high schoolers also deserve living wages. I have so, because one, many high schoolers live in poor households and many high schoolers contribute to their own family's income. Or they're just buying things that they need themselves. like stuff for school, stuff for their car or a car, like, you know, a lot of different things like that. Or they're just saving up money for college, which is also very valid. So a lot of students, many high schoolers are now dropping out of school to help with their families' incomes. Um, So that's a huge thing. So you might think, oh, they're, they're only 16. What do they need a living wage for? Do you not know what fucking poverty is? Like, and do you not know, think, do you think that like poverty just happens as soon as you turn like 18 or something? Like children live in poor households. Many are expected to work to cover their own needs. Like, I mean, so it's just when I hear like they're in high school, I'm like, oh, so you think it's okay to exploit teenagers and not pay them enough wages because you think you don't need it to live because you assume they're just fully dependent on other people. That is not the reality for most teenagers. So that's one part of it. And the other part of it is, who the fuck is working your jobs during the school year? I just want to ask people that where they're like, well, that job is for a high schooler. Who is manning that cash register at 10 a.m. on a Tuesday in October? If it's a high schooler, it means that they're not in school, which raises a whole bunch of other questions. And if it isn't a high schooler, it's probably because ding, 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 they're not in high school. Because you can't, that's high school hours, and you're in that job for many other reasons, but a lot of it to live. So whenever I hear that argument, it just makes me so angry. Because to me, I'm like, you don't know who works those jobs. Because I feel like it's just such an easy cop-out argument. It's just so easy to be like, okay, well, who are who's working those hours? Like, it's not high schoolers. It's not like hidden data. Like, high schoolers just literally cannot work jobs that they're in school at the same time for um and i think it just really like people say well it's because i just i i associate this job with not being important so i just like devalue it by associating it with high schoolers because we think high schoolers labor also is just is inherently like isn't as valid yeah because they're they're just teenagers which like bullshit like labor labor is labor labor is labor um and another issue too i think that i didn't touch on my rant was like i think a lot of these jobs people think like because you don't necessarily need a college education to get them like means you don't need a lot of pay for it because it's easy it goes back to the it goes it goes back to the bullshit term of unskilled labor yeah no fucking there's no such thing as unskilled labor that's a term created to justify paying not paying people a living wage yep 100 percent um because i think something to think about so let's say someone who's doing like manual labor for you, they're not just like work, they're working to help your company. They're sacrificing their own physical health. And their time. Yes. So think about like a lot of manual labor. Like as I was kind of talking about earlier with Medicare for All, like people who work in like manual labor, retail, service jobs need more health care because being on your feet eight for eight hours like, even for just four hours plus, like, there's a, re- like, with my current, like, you know, I currently work in an office. It's so nice to just sit. I, I can just sit and do stuff. Like, the work I'm doing is difficult, but at least I can fucking sit. 
I don't think people realize in like a lot of situations, you're not allowed to sit. I had a job where if you even leaned slightly on a counter, they would yell at you because it was, it looked unprofessional to incoming clients. So you had to be on your feet, nonstop, moving around, running up and down ladders, all while doing it with a smile on your face. That is so fucking hard on your body. Like, just take a second to think about how hard that is on your body. And so not only is this person putting in work for this company, they're literally sacrificing their own vitality in life and health, their joint health, their immune system. They don't get the health insurance benefits to remedy that. A lot of times I feel like people I know in the service industry tend to have like more health issues than anyone else. So it's just really frustrating to me because it's like, oh, it's not skilled labor. I'm like, they're literally sacrificing their health for you. And what do you give them? Nothing. Enough for them to maybe cover their rent and that's it. Or for them to think, do I want to pay my rent or eat this month? Like, how is that ethical? So I just get really, really mad because people love to just, like, throw high schoolers and, like, like minimum wage laborers under the bus at the same time. And it's just super stupid. Yeah, people look at certain jobs as not deserving of a certain wage. Where it's like, if somebody works, they deserve a living wage. Yeah, it does not matter their age. It does not matter what the job they're doing. Like, I'm sorry. It's like, this person is performing a vital task. And if you think... Let's say, oh, well, that's not a really important job. You don't think cashiering is a vital part to a corporation that relies on, on, you know, trading money for goods? If you took out every cashier from Target, Target would not make any fucking money. It would all be reduced to online sales. They need cashiers. If, if you, because it's like, oh, it's not a really important. If, if you were to take the job away from the corporation and the corporation would fail, it's vital and deserves a living wage. How is that not fucking difficult to see? Oh, dishwashers, they don't really do anything. Okay, imagine all your dishwashers didn't get washed. Your dishes didn't get washed. Would your company just stop working? Would you be able to keep doing business? I just get so fucking mad. It's just so fucking obvious, but people just don't want to care. <sighs> I'm about to fight. <laughs> no, I think that's very important to talk about and address. Yeah, if you want to fight me, um, it's at Skeleton Trash. Hit me in my DMs. We can yell at each other. Great. Let's do it because I'm just sick and tired of this shit. It's not fucking true. Value labors. Yes. Great. My heart rate's like up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Um, well, that's that's pretty good. Um. You already had a Reddit suggestion. Did you want to give a more official one or do you want to stick with that? I think, okay, so anyone who knows me knows me, knows that I love like our relationship shit. So I started looking at our relationships this like the past couple days. I started following it. I gotta depressing. Say, that, sh- that shit is too depressing. Yeah. Like I will say I may, I may be a lonely person who doesn't talk or see people that often but like reading some of this shit i'm like makes me glad that my life is mostly way more chill yeah because i was reading some of these and i'm like this is insane i mean okay so sometimes i'm like i'm such a 
so emotional i'm such a bad girlfriend blah blah and then i'll read this shit i'm like i'm fucking okay like (laughs) i'm fine like i'm doing fine like i don't think anyone's had to write on our relationships post about me another thing i was i was thinking about too after reading some how many of those do you think are just made up you know there's got to be a pretty decent percentage that are just people writing probably a good amount although i feel like people have a pretty good eye for them sometimes like sometimes they'll be like this sounds fake because people also tend to, like, look through people's histories, and sometimes they'll find, mm. like, threads and stuff. So there's a likelihood. Some of them, I think, are pretty genuine. Some of them are, like, okay. So there are, like, currently three main ones. There's our relationships, our relationship underscore advice, which those two are the same. And then there's our am I the asshole, which I was telling you, that's a spicy one. That one's the fun one. Like, some of it's really depressing, but oftentimes it's, like, straight up people just straight up, like... It's very similar to, I think it's called pro-revenge, and it's just, like, people sharing their revenge stories. Oh, my God. That one's pretty fun. Um, But my in the line of the other relationships ones, a very fun one that I've been reading lately is Entitled Parents. And it's kind of a little related because a lot of times it's usually people who work in the service industry who have to deal with entitled parents and their shitty ass kids and like making sure that service employees like treat their children like little gods even when they're being like pieces of shit. Um, Like there was a very good one about this person working in a chocolate shop and um, they like they would have like a chocolate of the day to test and the chocolate of the day had hazelnuts in it. And they were trained to tell people, like, if you have a food allergy, don't eat this. And so this mom came in with her little kid, and the little kid has a nut allergy. And the mom threw a fit that the test chocolate for her allergic son was too boring and bland. And then accused the employee of just making up the fact that there were nuts in the chocolate. So she force-fed her child with a nut allergy hazelnut chocolate. And then the child got severe anaphylactic shock. Yeah, dude. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with people? And, like, then, had, like, start freaking out. I mean, it's, like, it's literally, like, people just go... It's that one, like, okay, so that one, you would think would make you... It, it's, like, usually... Almost all of them tend to end, like, in a very, like, justice served. That's another good subreddit. It's called Justice Served. And it's usually, like, people being pieces of shit and then immediately after, like, a consequence for them... It's quite good. I'm going to look that up right now. Uh-huh. Oh, and then I have another one that came to mind. Okay. It's um, Bad Cop, No Donut. Bad Cop, No Donut. Is and that... it's all just about bad cops. Oh. And uh, it's basically ACAB. All cops are bastards. And it's literally just like... It's actually like... It's like these horrific stories of cops being evil. And then it's just the subreddit, No Bad Cop, No Donut. That kind of like softens the blow a little bit. That one's really good. But I highly recommend Entitled Parents because it's just like very very insane and having worked in retail i believe almost all of them like i can see almost all of them like parents just being like insane so okay what is your list you've got a lot of list of a lot of subreddit um mm-hmm. suggestions this week what is starting from what is the first one you had let's run just run down the list of them real oh, quick the other ones i made yeah, or because you said made today. Yeah, because you said today. <laughs> okay, so I I recommended Hydro Homies. So we had Hydro Homies, our slash relationships, and then our relationships underscore advice. Our am I the asshole? Our entitled parents. Our justice served. 
our bad cop no donut and i think i also mentioned par um our pro revenge our pro revenge so for people who like our our reddit suggestions there's a bunch of them for you i am the fellow reddit scholar it is you true. are because I, I do not know i just figured start starting to learn how reddit works it's like once you like i really want to do a reddit episode so we can talk about it because i feel like it's one of those things that like either people know reddit or like it's, like, too scary. It was too like scary to, for me. Yeah. I would like to talk about Reddit, like, maybe not in the sense of, like, I'm going to cancel Reddit, but it'd be, like, here's what you, like, here's how to use Reddit and, like, how Reddit, like, yeah. I do think Reddit's really fucked up You can, up you can teach ways. me because I don't know anything about okay. Reddit still. I, I'll be your Reddit guy because but, I never really think there are a lot of parts of Reddit that are really bad, like, culturally, but I also think Reddit has a lot of opportunities that a lot of right. like where else on the internet can you get like a fucking server devoted just to people who like drinking water right um i tweeted out today that i started reading the um our relationships and said i, I basically said i started reading our relationships and this shit is just way too sad for me to handle i'm going back to twitter where everyone's making jokes about the illuminati killing a pedophile so you can snitch on them yeah like, <laughs> i couldn't handle reading some of those stories yeah they're pretty depressing honestly i think i just like i think because i just my brain is clearly unwell i just like I get, like, notifications from our relationships. I'm like, ooh, another one. You have it set up for notifications? Maybe. Okay, we got to get the hell out of here. <laughs> we got to get Catherine some help right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I refuse to back down, okay? Yeah. I think, hey, I think there are worse avenues for my weird self-esteem issues than to than to read our relationships post and go, I'm not that bad, and then read another one. I guess that's fair. I'm not, I, I have yet to write who one. Who am I to say? I'm going to be like, my 26F podcast host partner, 26M, made fun of me for my R relationships. <laughs> you should post that. <laughs> Every time my boyfriend's mean to me, I'm like, I'm going to write about this in our relationships. And they're going to tell me that you're bad. And he's like, whatever, I don't care. <laughs> oh, man. So, well, that's um, all the news and all the updates we have. Yeah. I think we're going to do this every few episodes. We'll come in with some news of the week and some updates to previous episodes. Important yeah. Ones. Especially on weeks like this where it's like all over the place. Yeah. For real. So you can follow us at me at Trash Loaf, Catherine at Skeleton Trash. Follow, yep. the, follow the pod on Instagram and Twitter at Cancel Club Pod. Trying to get new episodes out every Tuesday. Monday night, and um, we'll get on Apple Podcasts real soon. Now this is our fifth episode. I think we can. We might. I'm. I'm just get on yeah. there. We'll have to see. Um, that's it, I guess. Yep. See you later. Bye. Bye.